Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O C-O. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Thursday, February 1st. And I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Do you guys know it was a leap year? No. That happens. Yeah, uh, we got 29 days in, in February, February this time. I around. could never get How often right. do leap years come around? Every, every seven years? Every four. 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 Is it four? Every four years. Okay. I had a boss who was born on February 29th. Really? Yeah. So he was. So he was only 12 years so old? So he was always, you know, a lot younger than me because he only celebrated her <laughs> birthday once every four years. Huh. Swim, swim has a birthday February 5th. Really? Yep. And this is the first year. <laughs> Swim yeah. does, but Swim not with that. We, <laughs> <laughs> so it's only the second time that we haven't done the crew bash on my birthday weekend. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but one time we did it in June, and it's probably what happened. That's what happened this summer. So, all right. It's a thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, Thursday, which I'm probably going to partake in. Yeah. I am too. You know it's what I'm going to I'm going to drink because I need to drink while I'm watching my. New True Detective season. Have you been watching this? I have been watching it. I watched the third oh I have not God. watched it, but I see a have lot you, of people on. Have you watched the old ones? Oh, yeah. I the saw guy, like, the very first one. First Woody season Harrelson was there. fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Second and third, especially third, no good. Yeah. I mean, no, this very mediocre. This, this is the third. This is the fourth. Okay, four. This is the, the Alaska one? This is the fourth. Yeah. And, you know, they got Jodie Foster. Clarice. They got Clarice. Clarice. Have the lamb stop screaming. I was very surprised she did that sex scene. Yeah. Um, but she's yeah. a great. She does she's a sex scene. A, she's oh, a great yeah. actress, oh, yeah. and oh, it is the the story here <laughs> is uh, second episode. The, it, it it is every bit as good as that minutes. as that first season. I that, need the timestamp for that. Just twenty seven minutes and thirteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh no, I don't. I don't know that it's a Mister Skin moment. She yeah, she doesn't. There's not a lot of just, skin there. It's just much, the fact that she much that she did this relationship scene. you have with her over the years, and that moment. it's a heterosexual sex scene because I would have thought she'd have a problem with doing that. But Why? They, I think that they, they she's talk gay, about she's gay. Is she? Oh I yeah. didn't know that. Oh yeah. No, and uh, uh. and uh, I mean very open. Uh, very open, okay. uh, but, but she's not. She's not a super. You, uh, she's a damn good actor. Then. Public yeah. person. I mean, she's yeah. not. But she's a great, great actress, and uh, and the story's fabulous on that. So if you haven't checked it out, yet, really weird. It is on uh, uh, Max, uh, or you can watch uh, on HBO. Kind of bizarre on demand. But let's get down to. Some I was. Script. I, I was going to do one other thing. Why okay. are you such a hurry? We go. You got. You got an appointment, I got, I don't got you? A lot of shit to do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. listeners, you got places to go. Okay. Yes, yeah, trying to take care of business. All right, I was going to. Hopefully, gonna, it's my last time. I was going to lament the loss of tough guy coaches. 
I'm very sad about Nick Saban being gone. Oh, and it looks like Bill Belichick can't get a job. Looks like he's. I oh, I'm sure. You, why, you know what you need to do? They're, open they're with instead of sports, you need to open with some of that bullshit you watch, like the Real Housewives of of Atlantic City, New Jersey, or whatever. They don't have an Orange County, whichever. I don't watch that one. I must admit, I watch, about that. I watch Orange County. But because so, so I, I was only bringing that up because it inspired Tamer me Bonnie. for a little game we're going to play. Later. Oh Lord! All right. We have a tough guy, you know, law, tough movie. Uh, Game. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to we'll get Is to that. Is that the word you're thinking? I was and, thinking that. I couldn't go out there with the word. Uh, Jim and I know nothing about this, but let's get down to some true crime time for Thursday. Thursday. All okay. right. We're going to take you to Atlanta. Hot. Hot Atlanta. Atlanta. And a man has been slapped with a $30,000 water bill. For water what? usage, yes, and this is a this is actually a pretty crazy story. For water usage on a plot of land with no connection to a water line. So Jeff Raw, who is president and CEO of Revive Revive Construction, was yet to kick off another construction of a single family home in an, in an Atlanta East Lake neighborhood when he received a string of eye watering no pun intended, bills from the Atlanta Watershed Management. Uh, the Atlanta Watershed Management installed a standalone water meter at the problem plot of land on October 4th. Uh, and at that time, the plot of land was just dirt. Raw had not even started laying the foundation of the home yet. So a month after the water meter was installed, Revive was billed $8,800 for using 305,000 gallons of water. To put that into context, the Environmental Protection Agency says the average U.S. household uses about 300 gallons of water a day, which equates to about 9,000 gallons a month, a cool 296,000 gallons shy of what Revive was billed, okay? So the mega bill poured in for five months and has now reached a shocking total of $29,669. The Watershed Management Appeals Board said the water was either used, lost via a leak, or stolen. Stolen. Raw, who describes the appeal board as a kangaroo court, said it seems like they were just probing the possibility that he stole the water. At one point in the saga, the utility company conceded there was there was a water leak and it corrected Revive's outstanding balance to a far more reasonable $219. But it quickly reversed that decision, deeming it a mistake, and reinstated the $30,000 bill. Raw appealed that U-turn and lost, despite a senior employee at the utility company siding with him. I feel like it's extortion, said Raw, who is not alone in losing his fight. Over an 18-month period, 80% of people who disputed water in the Atlanta watershed uh, management lost their appeals, 80%. So what do you do, Woody, if if that were you? What do you do I'm, I'm if you get exactly, a weird water I'm going to tell you bill? exactly what happened. Uh, um, when I was traveling the country doing defense work, the – we got in a, a like a twenty one hundred dollar water bill. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not here, or I wasn't here at the time, and so we had to call out. They they insisted the water come down. I'm not going to name them, and I'll explain to you why in a minute. They insisted that we must have had a leak 
somewhere. So we called in plumbers, and they tricked and dug up all the lines, inside, outside, everything, no leak. Ended up being a faulty meter on their part. Mm. And I called and raised hell with them, and they basically laughed at me. And I should have sued them then, but I didn't. But guess what happened? The um, Hurricane Ida came, mm-hmm. and my house got destroyed. All the ship was gutted out, and they put it on top of the, what, that water meter, which is in the front yep. yard. Yep. No water in the house, no nothing. Haven't lived there. And in a couple months, we get a $3,000 water bill. And, <laughs> and I called them up. I got the same rude bitch on the phone. <laughs> and and they, they, she's a supervisor. And yeah. I said, well, let me talk to your supervisor. And she's like, that's your power. You, you had a, you had a, a pile of stuff on there, and we couldn't read the meter. Uh, so we just charge. I said, so you fucking charge me and you can't even read the meter. Yeah, but we're going to charge you to another $2,000 to go out there and remove the debris. So we can remove your meter. I said, you charge me whatever the fuck you want to. And then I sued them and I won this time. Yeah. I sued them yeah. and the statute of limitations was up on the, the previous one. This time I sued them and I'm one and I'm under an NDA and I can't say anything about it. So, yeah. you know, they, it's this, they're like, most people are just screwed. You got to yeah. pay it. And then fight. Otherwise, you don't have water. That's right. And let me tell you, you know, we've all, of course, this is a very extreme case, but I'm sure we've all looked at our water bills at some point and said, this is way higher than it should. So there are some advice that I can give you on what you do if you're in that situation. If you receive an unusually high water bill, uh, don't obviously just throw the money down the drain and pay it. There are ways to verify it. First, it's important you check your water meter to ensure it matches what is shown on the bill. There's actually, you can actually look at the water meter and it'll say that uh, if it doesn't look like it's matching, then, you know, you've got an argument there. Turn off all your water and then go outside and see if it's spinning. It has a little spinning deal in it. It's a wheel. If that wheel is still spinning and all your water is off in your house, like all your faucets, Mm -hmm. you've got a leak. Water's running through there. So that'll tell you if you have a leak. Um, and if you try both of those things and it doesn't work, give them a call and talk to them about it and have them come out. You have the right to request a reread. Yeah. And I have done yeah. that several times yeah. because sometimes they just misread the meter. Yeah. So there's well, just some, sometimes some like tips. mine and they just drive right by the fucking meter and say, I'm just going to charge <laughs> whatever we want. That's it. And that happened. And it evidently happens a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if this guy's making minimum wage or whatever. Oh, it's like, oh, oh, we're just going to guesstimate your shit and drive by and, and get, you know, some of the guys look sketchy to read water. Yeah, well, the, I got no time for <laughs> the least. Uh, and you know what? Not the, the first one, it They're wasn't it was just the amount. I had to pay the bill. My wife and kids were at home. I'm out of state. I had to pay the bill to get the water on because they needed a shower and stuff, right? But the uh, the fact that I had to pay all the plumbers to come do all the stuff and everything, it's like five grand. Yeah. yeah. It gets it gets crazy. I had one my California, my, where my boys' rooms were. It was like a demilitarized zone. I just wouldn't go there. Right. I just wouldn't, <laughs> right. wouldn't walk in there. And their bathroom – had a runny toilet for, I guess, like a two-month period because out there, you you only get your bill every two months. Right. So all of a sudden, I, I get a bill, and it's like 5X what my bill right. usually is, and I call them to complain, and it turns out that the idiots had their toilet running 24-7. Hey, for, your toilet was running? Yeah, my toilet Did was you catch, did you catch yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was coming out. Jeez. All right. All right. Boom. <clears throat> Let's go out to the University of South Carolina, the Gamecocks, right? 
Um, an overserved University of South Carolina junior was fatally shot when he tried to enter the wrong house last year. Nicholas Donofrio, age 20, had been hanging out with his friends at the Loose Cockaboose, a sports bar across from the South Carolina football stadium before he was put in an Uber and driven back to the area near his off-campus home in Columbia. Um, his friends came to concern when they couldn't find him or reach him during the early morning hours. At 2 a.m. on August 26, a woman inside South Holly Street home dialed 911 and quietly told dispatcher, somebody's trying to break into our house. Mm. Uh, Don Frio had been knocking, banging, and kicking on the home's front door while playing around with the door handle. A loud bang was heard in the background on the call, which is later identified as the fatal gunshot that the woman's boyfriend fired through the door, striking him in the chest. Please get here fast, the woman said. He says he thinks he hit him. A ring doorbell camera captured Don Frio walking up to the home and attempting to turn a doorknob as a car turned around in the street. The Columbia Police Department said Don Frio resided on the same street as the home he attempted to enter and was highly intoxicated at the time of the shooting. We should stay inside until the cops get here, right? The caller asked in between heavy breathing and cries before the official asked for someone to peek out the window. The couple could not see Don Frio lying on the porch because of the front door's frosted window and the angle of the security camera. The male who fired the shot eventually opened the door crack and confirmed the 20-year-old was down. So wow. the, uh, officers arrived five minutes after the call uh, of the suspected burglary was placed. 75 minutes after the fatal shooting, Don Ferrer's friends began to worry about his whereabouts and placed their own 911 call. I have no idea where he is, and we're all incredibly worried when the friend told the dispatcher as others tried to recall the last thing he was wearing. I don't know what I'm asking you guys to do, the caller asked. It was determined Donna Frio was in a bright pink shirt and multicolored athletic shorts. And no charges was filed against the man who shot Donna Frio. As both Columbia Police and the Fifth Circuit Solicitor's Office determined the shooter was justified to protect his property under South Carolina law. The stand your ground law allows deadly force against anyone unlawfully right. or forcefully entering the dwelling. Ooh, I got so many stories about that. Yeah. That um, let's talk sw- about them. Swims, friends. Well, uh, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> they, 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 I know that this happened on, on at least two different occasions where one of them was a fraternity brother. Um, the swim was inside, but well, they went home with two females to the female's house, and swim was inside, uh, and. His friend didn't wasn't as lucky as Swim was, and, yeah. and so he left, and he went and fell asleep in what he thought was Swim's car, and then he woke up the next morning because we had flag raising, and we were pledges, and he walks into the house, and he hollered my name, and a young female came across in a towel and sees him, and she starts screaming, and he's like, he didn't know, he still thought he was in the right house. Uh, then daddy comes out of the room and says, what are you doing? He said, um, oh, it's okay. I was here with your daughter last night. Daddy didn't appreciate that because that dude was in the wrong house and he got chased down the street with a shotgun and mm-hmm. the cops got called. And it, he, he thought wow. he would lighten the moment with a little bit of. No, no. He thought he was in the, he thought he was in the house that swim was in, but he wasn't. He wasn't even in the wrong, he was house, in the wrong house. Just like this case. He yeah, just, no, I understand. But the, the joke about, his daughter. No, he was. He thought he he was 
they went home from a bar with two females. Swim got lucky. He didn't, and so he got mad and left and went past out in the car. But when he woke up to get Swim for the flag raising, he went into the wrong house. Another one, Swim dropped off a friend so he could go with 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 the the, on purpose. (laughs) And his friend was Hammer. They came back from New Orleans from the – the French Corps Festival and his friend got to what he thought was his door and couldn't get in and kicked it in and it was the wrong door. Oh, Jesus. Swim had to get his ass out of jail. Here's what I don't get, okay? You've, you've got... Swim's been through some stuff. Swim has been through some stuff. Swim's got stories. I need to do the podcast. Uh, you, you've got a ring doorbell cam. You get an alert when someone's there. All you got to do is look at your phone. The, the guy's got a pink shirt on He's that, he's that going to appear. What, a, killer, what com- a killers look like. What a rapist look like. Okay. The, okay. Obviously, the law is the law, right? right? I right. know the law is the law. But Somebody's- I'm just saying, if it were me, in that circumstance, I would look at my phone, I would see the guy, and I would go, okay, questionable. I would, I would initiate some kind of conversation yeah. uh, because – I would say 99.9999% of people who are going to break into your house yeah. aren't wearing pink well, when they do it. I, I, I just, it, well, here's the, here's the deal. Let's, let's make it real for you. It's three o'clock in the morning and you're, you're at your house and somebody's trying to get in the door. Miss Jerry's in the other room. She calls 911, which she should have done. And then the guy's more aggressively trying to break in the door, and then he's banging against your door, and you're trying to talk to him, and he's so inebriated he doesn't respond. What are you going to do? You going to let him open the door where he may have a gun? And, I mean, you have a right to defend your home. And not only that, but what's becoming insanely popular right now are people dressing up in UPS yeah. outfits yeah. and knocking on your door. Probably and not when at three in the, the morning, door. though. I, no, I, I, but, I, I mean, in, in general. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you what. You come to my house and you're breaking down the door at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're going you're gonna to spring a leak. But I, I feel bad for this kid's family and all that, and it's just a tragic. I mean, can't really say it's an accident because he was breaking into the guy's home, and the guy's shot, and he's been cleared. But it's just sad. Yeah. It is. And, look, there's a lot of these areas that have sort of you know, cookie-cutter yeah, looking yeah, oh, streets shit, yeah. and yeah, every house absolutely. looks looks the same and the guy's absolutely you know shit faced right. and the uber drops him at right you know somewhere a, a house or two away from the address he gave him and that's just such an unfair so way many to go. reasons uh, swim is lucky to be alive today uh, uh, yeah. the world has become a smaller place and people are traveling more freely between countries than ever before And companies are doing more business outside of their home countries than ever before. The geniuses at Rosetta Stone saw this trend beginning to develop years ago and have dedicated decades toward researching and refining the best and most efficient way to teach someone a new language. Rosetta Stone has been one of our most loyal sponsors here at Real Life Real Crime and The Daily Show. And that's because many of you out there have trusted Rosetta Stone to prepare you for everything from a family reunion to a once in a lifetime trip to a business trip in a faraway country. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program in the galaxy. Rosetta Stone's been there for us with a great product at a great price. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert in language learning for 30 years with millions of users. 
Rosetta Stone's intuitive process helps you pick up a new language naturally so you retain what you learn, and their true accent speech recognition feature is like having a personal trainer. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and The Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Au revoir. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Okay. Let's go to Pennsylvania. We haven't gone to Pennsylvania yeah, in a how while. You love, you love you some Penn State folk. And uh, yeah, I really do love me some Penn State folk. Uh, where a Pennsylvania woman has been accused of torturing animals in order to generate likes on YouTube. Uh, uh, Mr. Jerry, close your ears. Anagar Muncy, age 28, was slapped with a slew of animal cruelty charges last week over four live stream videos she posted on her YouTube channel that showed her mutilating a live chicken, a live oh, pigeon, God, a live yeah. rabbit, and frogs. You're so in trouble. Authorities claim that Muncy was apparently trying to grow her followers and her engagement statistics, such as likes, by performing these animal executions and she allegedly did so in sexually explicit fashion. Don't go to the board. This might have been a kinky as well. Right. Um, Monty, who in some of the videos had almost no clothing on, solicited her 20,000 subscribers as she hacked away at the animals in the various live streams. It's just barbaric. It's inhumane that someone could do that, Upper Darby Police Superintendent Timothy Bernhardt said, adding that it was even more disturbing the fact that you are soliciting and people are encouraging you to do this. Oh, yeah. According to police, her latest video titled Cooking Lucky, which was posted last Friday just before her arrest, showed her using a knife to slice a chicken's neck over a kitchen sink as the distressed animal tried to flee. Once PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, received yeah. a tip about the videos being posted to the account, they contacted Upper Darby Police. Once taken into custody, police say Muncie allegedly admitted to the animal abuse. According to YouTube's community uh, guidelines, animal abuse content is not permitted on the platform. A YouTube spokesperson said, quote, content that is violent or abusive toward animals is not allowed on YouTube, and we have terminated the channel in question, so she ended up losing her YouTube account. The best we can do is just uh, to honor them by making sure this kind of behavior does not continue and that more animals aren't made victims. Kristen Rickman, a spokesperson for PETA, said Monsey's expected in court 
on the 5th of February. There's our, uh, yeah, our I saw, chicken. I saw that. The, the, you know what? Do y'all ever see that show? And normally I don't watch shows mm. like that, but it's Don't Fuck With Cats. No, right. It's a true crime deal. Yeah. This dude was getting on there, and he was torturing cats and putting it on social media, and they hunted him down. Regular people hunted him down. Really? Don't fuck with cats. Yeah. And, or chickens or whatever. Now, look, um, you know, I raised chickens, and one time someone got in and, and got on one of its wings, and uh, it was going to die anyway and everything. I took my youngest son out and said, this is how, you know, it's a circle of life and everything. You had to do the business. And then we can put them in a gumbo. But the, that I'm not going on social well, you media. You didn't post that on your brother. No, I didn't put it on, I didn't put it on TikTok. Yeah, right. The, 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 uh, yeah, these, I'm going to tell you something. You always talk about how we try not to talk about religion and politics and whatever. You really don't want to get on here and say that you're an animal abuser. Right. Right, because I'm I'm not an animal abuser. That's right. Uh, we love animals, right? We, you know, I love well, animals. apparently you don't like the Russian tigers, but that's a story from another. Like, we just like moonshine better. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> tigers an amazing animal. Amazing that this was a woman too, from yeah, my standpoint, because usually it'd be some crazy nut of a guy you? doing something. Anybody, like this to try to get like. you were saying that the uh, people do anything to get likes and shit on social media. Yeah, well, we cover crimes all the time where they. They, you know, wreck planes intentionally. Yeah, Remember right, that right, one? Right, right. Uh, just to get TikTok views and, and all of that. Jumping in and jumping in tanks and bass for an audience, but yeah. whatever. All right. Well, uh, as as you know, you know, from listening to our last episode, the board is after uh, Jim Chapman's. <laughs> Jim's turn in the penalty box. The board is after me. I keep ignoring their calls. I haven't responded to emails. Um, do you lawyer up? Do you hire somebody? <laughs> well, you know, this all starts over stories that I do that the board feels or other people are entitled to, let's say. Yeah. So I decided to find another one. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to tell you this like poking the bear. phenomenal story. A man tried to hire a hitman to kill his wife and her boyfriend because she wouldn't let him see the kids. Really? Yes. So a 47-year-old man recently pleaded guilty in a murder-for-hire case. And as you know, I don't always cover the murder-for-hires, but uh, in a in a direct violation of the board, I'm doing that today. Uh, Mohammed Chowdhury pled guilty to two counts of use of interstate commerce facilities in the commission of a murder-for-hire Chattery reportedly contacted an individual and asked him to have his wife killed, saying he needed the murder done as soon as possible. He told the hitman he would get the money to do so, even if he had to rob a store to obtain the funds. Mm. Chattery paid to have the slaying carried out, but the individual took the money and didn't go through with it. Right. Mm. The individual instead reported the incident to law enforcement and uh, gave them Chowdhury's contact information. Law enforcement used undercover agents to communicate with Chowdhury, and Chowdhury then met with an undercover agent posing as a hitman and their associates several times, and he contacted the agents to kill his wife and her new boyfriend. Mm -hmm. 
Chatter explained that his wife wouldn't let him see his children, and he wanted the undercover agents to rob and beat his wife and her boyfriend so that he would not be the suspect. Chattery asked, so how are we going to disappear his uh, body? He stated, no evidence. I don't want any evidence. No evidence. Like, you know, I did something. So Chattery gave the undercover agents photographs of his wife and her new boyfriend, and he told them where they lived and worked and even provided them with their schedules. Chattery offered to pay $4,000 in cash for each killing with a deposit of $500. And so he now faces up to 10 years in prison with three years of supervised release and fines up to you, 250 you, grand. You know, I love to watch these undercover shits. And uh, they, I can't tell you about some, but they, they, I love to watch these idiots, you know, oh, yeah. get, get the hit and the, Undercover hitman in the car, and they were like, "Oh, how do you want it done? I'll get kill that motherfucker, slice yes. his heart, da, 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 or whatever, right?" And then like the video doesn't lie, yeah, yeah. And but they only do it. Uh, they sometimes have to meet two and three times. And they only do it when that initial deposit exchange hands, right, right, right. So, otherwise, it could be just a whatever. So very interesting. I'd recommend divorce. Mike, uh, any thoughts? I'm going to abstain from comment because <laughs> I may be called to testify in whatever disciplinary action. <laughs> I want to reserve those thoughts for that moment. Oh, the board. I, I don't think taunting the board is I a I good strategy. I thought but. I had killed the board already, <laughs> but evidently not. Let me ask you a question. You won't believe how many people do not have this item. And Mike, I'm pretty sure you have yours. You have your passport? Sure. Jim, uh, I do not. There you go. And most people don't. And, and me, I like to travel yeah. out, out of the country, specifically the Caribbean. You know, go diving and shit like that, right? And, uh, but most people don't have it. So get your passport, people, because you never know when Woody Overton is going to invite you on a vacation. But there one place I will not be taking you to is the Bahamas. True crime cruise. Mm, yeah. Well, that was in the works at one point, too. But a, the U.S. Embassy is saying, hey, don't go there, folks, because. Sharks. Well, I mean, you know, if you're thinking about leaving the country because a place you might assume are safe to travel. But that might not be safe anymore. The world is forever changing. U.S. Embassy in the Bahamas has advised Americans visiting the country to be cautious after nearly 20 people were killed in one month. A security. Wow. Right? Exactly. You, you don't think that's not a big place. It's yeah. not like, you know, when I'm in Belize or wherever like that. I mean, the Bahamas, it's $18 for a hamburger, right? Yeah. So you wouldn't think 20 people. But. So the uh, security advisory warning has been issued to tourists traveling to the Bahamas by the U.S. Embassy in Nassau. The warning comes as gang violence and homicides on islands have escalated in recent months. And according to officials, 18 murders have been reported in the country in January alone, with retaliatory gang violence being the primary motive. Americans have been advised to exercise extreme caution and remain vigilant when staying at short-term vacation rental properties. Murders have occurred at all hours, including in broad daylight on the streets, the embassy wrote. Officials have also asked tourists to not physically resist any robbery attempt and not 
to not answer the front door at any hotel residence for unknown people. State Department has placed the Bahamas on its exercise increased caution warning list and even asked people to stay from stay away from the water, water tours and sports. And apparently activities in, involving recreational watercraft, including water tours, are not consistently regulated, meaning any jack leg and hire out of shit, right? Watercraft may be poorly maintained and some operators may not have cert- safety certifications. Never swim alone, regardless of your age and level of swim skills. Keep within your fitness and swimming capabilities and all that good shit. Be mindful of sharks. Mm, that's why I'm reporting on this. When swimming <laughs> and engaging in water activities, has there been recent fatal and non-fatal incidents involving sharks? Mike, don't be jealous. In fact, a child was attacked last week while participating in a shark feeding event hosted by the Atlantis Resort. Mm, I saw the video right? of that. The, but it didn't kill the kid, though. But in, it's unknown whether the shark involved was working for one of these gang organizations. Prime Minister <laughs> Philip Brave Davis commented on the advisory, we will not violate anyone's civil liberties, but you are likely to be impacted by more roadblocks and unannounced police action. Um, anyway, y'all, that's, that's their crime plan in response to the public outcry and the murder rate. This well, I mean, but the, their warnings are like the only reason you're going there is for right. all that water right, right, activity and right. stuff. And, and so if they're recommending you don't do that, uh, Probably you don't you don't want to go. Yeah. Usually, like when the warnings are up for Mexico, your your concern is usually the drive from the airport to wherever your destination is. And once you're on a hotel property, you're pretty darn safe. It's the it's the transport. Here, they're uh, they're telling you uh, they're giving you warnings about your Airbnb or you know your short term vacation. Uh, rental and not to do any of the uh, mm-hmm. recreational things you, you would go to the Bahamas to do. I mean, that's pretty, and it's the freaking Bahamas. I right, mean. right, right. Look, and here's here's the thing: it it's actually becoming more common all over the world when you're traveling to these island resorts. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, when you're on the actual resort itself, you're safe. It's when you kind of venture right. off from that area, especially in Mexico and in yeah. places like that, uh, you know, you can, you can definitely get in a bind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're an American. And yeah. so in their mind, a lot of people's mind from other countries, the Americans are the rich ones. Yeah. And so well, my, my problem is when I go, um, I never go to the resorts. I always research shit where the locals go and, Stuff like I get off the beaten path and all that, but yeah, many times uh, encounter roadblocks with machine guns and you know third world countries that it likes to visit, and um, it's a real deal. But you know, but most of the crimes, even like in Belize, except for Belize City, I never go there because that's where all the gangs are. But that most of the time, it's the same rule of thumb like in America: don't go to the to the local water and hole. And have your Gucci purse sitting on the table and go to the bathroom. They're going to steal it. Theft and stuff like that is, is is most of the major crimes, not murder. Yeah, but, well, twenty in a month. Well, that that's why I ain't going to the Bahamas. Yeah, anyway, that's too uh, touristy for me. I want to be in like the jungle on the beaches with the mountains in the background, <laughs> with the pygmies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have Russian lions, tigers in those areas, and bears. Oh my! 
Let's go to Brooklyn. All right. That's some of your old stomping grounds, huh? It is. And my son and baby Jane. Home of the Gambino crime yeah. family. <laughs> Andre Eugene, age 36, is accused of stabbing his mother, Donna Hyman, to death and also stabbing his mother's beloved poodle, Gigi. Sorry, honey. Before throwing Gigi off the 11th floor of a Brooklyn building. Wow. Wow. I don't know why he needed to do that to Gigi. Eugene is uh, also charged with aggravated cruelty to animals and the death of the poodle Gigi. Eugene has entered a not guilty plea to all of these charges. Police were called to the 1500 block of Hornell Loop in Brooklyn around 7 p.m. on Jan 19. There they found Hyman lying lifeless on the floor Say of the- Hyman? Yes, that's the mother. That's uh, his mother. You mean, is it like a Spanish pronunciation? Jaime? Hyman is her last name, H-Y-M-A-N. Okay. Are you... Just curious. Yeah, Donna Hyman. Okay. You know what a Hyman is, right? I I do. (laughs) I do know what a Hyman is, and I'm sure she did as well, but it was her last name, and so that's the way the the ball bounces sometimes. Uh, Getting back to our story, (laughs) they found Hyman lying lifeless on the floor of the 11th floor apartment that she shared with Eugene. Hyman was just 58, had reportedly been stabbed 56 times. What's with these freaking, including stab wounds to the heart? Officers also observed a lifeless and bloody dog lying in front of the building, and that dog appeared to have multiple stab wounds to its body as well. A uh, uh, veterinary Forensic told police that the dog sustained uh, stab wounds to its back, right side, rear end, and back legs. Officers found Eugene, who reportedly worked as a paraprofessional at PS17 in Brooklyn, naked and covered in blood in front of the building. The suspect allegedly stated that Hyman had died by suicide and that the dog fell from the balcony. Eugene was taken to the hospital for a dog bite to the thigh, Police said the suspect also had several self-inflicted stab wounds. Eugene was charged on January 24th. A court appearance is scheduled for February 27th. And I'm sure we'll be hearing about Eugene's psychotic break as an explanation for all of this. Smoking too much weed in California. (laughs) Or New York. Is weed legal in New York? Yes. Poor (laughs) poor Gigi. Poor Gigi. Yeah. Horrible story. That's not... Not at all. Stab. And you said Jaime. Or his mother. I mean, you said Jaime, and that, you know that's my name in Spanish. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jimmy, is, Jimmy yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Was that a stone? We love you. That's right. That's how I learned that. That's right. Jim never knew what his name was in Spanish until. <laughs> that's right. Was that a stone? Yeah. Because they have all Thank the you. speech recognition, the yeah. software, and everything else. Yeah. Good shit. All right. Uh, we don't have a tone for this one I'm doing today, but it's a WTF. What the? Every now and then we do our WTFs, and this one we're going to entitle Captain Obvious. Oh Lord, that's right. And so Woody's going to get uh, Woody's going to get a, some pleasure out of this, being that he was a homicide detective. And I so at the end of this story, Woody, I want you, I want you to play Who Done It with me, and you All tell right. me who done it. All right. A homicide investigation is underway after officials reportedly found the body of a missing 39-year-old woman along with her husband's truck ablaze. 
Brevard Sheriff, uh, Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey said Amber Estep was last seen by her husband, Brian Estep, on January 16th. The couple uh, got into an argument after a medical appointment, and Brian Estep dropped his wife off near the area of I-95 and State Road 50, so right there off an interstate, after she asked to exit the car. Amber S. Stepp's mother reported her daughter missing several days later on January 19th after she failed to show up for work. Uh, The sheriff said officials found the pickup truck of the victim's husband completely engulfed in flames within hours of launching their missing person investigation. The sheriff's office is working with the state fire marshal's office to determine how the fire started. On January 20th, a property owner reportedly found a step's body off of State Route 46 and reported it to authorities and investigators are examining evidence and conducting interviews to gather more information. Who did it? Brian's in trouble. (laughs) I would say all signs point to Brian. Sad for her, but you know what? He put her out of the vehicle. I bet he put her out at nighttime. Yeah. He could see traffic coming by headlights. Yeah. Um, Sad. Another visit. Circumstantial, just like Scott Peterson, who they yeah, now all yeah. think is innocent. Okay. It, it yeah, is. They, they'll put it together. <laughs> They're going to get cell phone records and everything else. And just so happens, his truck, he, I mean, oh, I didn't know my truck was yeah. gone. Yeah. At the second they launch an investigation. He probably choked her to death and she's got the blood spittle and the DNA in the, in the, uh, the cab of the truck. And he sits in a blaze. Then they're going to find video of him at some gas station because Jim Chapman says you're always on video. And he's fucked. And I submit to you that uh, I don't care how mad you are at your wife. Yeah, you're okay. not going to drop her yeah. off on the side of the yeah, interstate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my interstate. Because she requested yeah. to get out. Yeah, yeah. No. So, well, there you have it. I don't know. What the? Bleep. He's going to find out about some <laughs> We got to come up with a sound. He's down in Florida. <laughs> So everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That, that's, that's, that's his ass. That, that is. I thought that was pretty obvious. Yeah. Here we go. Kinky crimes for Thursday. Furniture? Furniture involved? No couch involved this time. But... Another woman has been arrested. Uh-oh. A West Virginia woman. Why is the king crimes almost always women? Except last one, the couch guy was. Because women are kinky. That's true, too. I guess 50% of the population. <laughs> yeah. 50, 50. I don't know. We'll figure I'd out. say it's about A West either. Virginia woman is being arrested after an argument occurred between her and a male. <laughs> she allegedly put a pet gecko in a garbage disposal <laughs> and shredded it into pieces. I'm not laughing about geckos, y'all. Police were called for a potential domestic in progress at Hickory Mills Apartments. When they arrived, the victim was separated from the suspect. The victim and the suspect were going to have sex when they got home, but it did not work out as planned. Mm. The victim told police that a verbal argument happened, and he called the suspect a slut, (laughs) and she struck him twice with a curtain rod on the forearm. Should have. 
Right. Police say there was a large uh, bump at night with a laceration in the center of where the victim was hit. Police say they spoke to Hannah Nicole Jones, who told police she got angry and threw things. Jones threw flower pots and busted a fish tank. Police say she, right? so she's going off. She was pissed. Police say she did hit the victim, but did not say it was with an object. She, Jones also told police she took the pet gecko in the house and put it in the garbage disposal and turned it on, shredding oh the pet gecko into pieces in the disposal. I guarantee you it was his, not hers, the pet gecko. Jones was placed in mechanical restraints and charged with uh, domestic battery and animal cruelty. But it goes back to y'all. The kinky crime part is if you don't, you, it all we started having sex. There, we have so many of these where one of them refuses to have sex. Yeah. And then they go do crazy shit. Yeah, but dang. Poor gecko. I thought when you first chopping it up, the gecko. I thought, gecko. I thought the gecko was involved in the sex yeah. at first. And, and then, is, and then fish got murdered. Uh, he too. wishes he probably was. Can, Based upon what happened, fish to got murdered too. Yeah, she wasn't too. It's not happy. all about geckos. Fishies live too. That's right. That's right. Well, that is a kinky anyway, crime. Kinky right crimes there. for Thursday. Wow. Start because nobody will get some booty. Oh, that's right. That's what it happens. She just walk away. Well, instead of dumb criminals, we're gonna have. Dumb game contestants today. There we go. And no, I was inspired by uh, that season two of Reacher. Have you watched season uh, two of Reacher? Not yet. I love that guy. That guy is, he's bad. He is yeah. a bad dude. Um, and it got me thinking about uh, movie tough guys and right. great lines. Because Reacher's right. always throwing out the one-liners right. in that uh, in that series. So, I know you're going to have a couple in here from 1937. So... Uh, <laughs> We uh, I know if you have a couple from the silent movies. They're all, they're all from speaking films, and they're all since the turn of the uh, into the twentieth century. So all right. you're, um, but we might have an early uh, eh, one, one early one. But anyway, this is uh, Jeopardy. We've got three categories. Category one is from what movie? Where I'm going to give you a famous quote from a movie, and you have to tell me what movie it's from. The second category is who's the tough guy star. I'll give you a tough guy movie title and you tell me who starred in it. And the third category is uh, who said it. I'll give you a quote from a famous movie, tough guy. You can respond with either the actor or the character they played. All right. All right. Um, you guys want to make a wager here? You, you're right. in Jim. You, uh, you got an IOU out to Jim for a sizable mm. amount at this sizable point. Amount, that's correct. You don't want to double or nothing no, or anything no, on this? Okay, so I, I this is just gentlemen's, kind of crazy gentlemen's game? Okay. You're gonna come up with. okay, so again, categories from what movie, who said it, and... Do we have to hit the table? And who's the tough guy star? Yes. Who goes first? We uh, flipped a coin backstage, Jim won. Jim, right. you go first. Remember, we've got 100 200 300 $400, $500 questions. $200, and I want to do... Uh, who who said it? Who said it for two hundred dollars? My name is blank, loyal servant to the true emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered you know wife, this. and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. You know this. One. That is Joaquin Phoenix. 
Uh, that is not Joaquin Phoenix. I, I know the answer. What? It's Russell Crowe. It's Russell Crowe from Gladiator. Oh, uh, right. You had the book. Woody's yeah. got 200. Jim thought, wait is a minute. minus 200. I'm going to challenge that. You're that was be, Joaquin Phoenix. You, said you're going to be wrong. Okay. Um, Some research for me, people. Fact check. <laughs> Fact check. Right, so what do you I, got? You've got the board. Same, same category, 400. For 400. You're a funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. I know this. Denaro. By the way, you don't have to wait. You can go. If can you, I? Can I say no, the? Can I say the movie Not, or just the character? You can't jump in. I got to have my seconds. And go. Dee, 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 dee. No, yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's final jeopardy. Hey, hey, it's final you jeopardy. Get a chance to answer. During, you can't answer. All you do is control the board, and then anybody, whoever comes in first, can answer. Oh. So, well, you got to get the rules straight. Denaro. <laughs> okay, that's incorrect. So that's a minus four hundred for Woody. Uh, Jim, do you want to? Yeah, it was uh, Die Hard, wasn't it? No, the correct answer is Schwarzenegger in the movie Commando. So, Woody, you've still got the control of the board. You want to stay in that category, or what about from what movie? That's a from what movie for a thousand? Or there's no thousand for however much. One hundred to five hundred. I'm minus four hundred. They get they get harder that the higher the value. Then so, four hundred. Okay, four hundred. What's so the name of what movie? So we're looking for the movie that right. this quote comes from. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Oh, it's easy. Godfather. What is the Godfather? You could have answered too, Jim. I didn't know the answer. Oh, you didn't? Really? So now I'm back at zero. That's Vito Corleone in the Godfather. You still have the board. All right. Same category for 300. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans. (laughs) Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs, Woody. So plus Hannibal Lecter. Plus 300. Okay. <laughs> you want to stay in that category? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right, Jim, you got to be on the stick here. Well, for what number? For what value? <laughs> uh, the, whatever's the next highest one. Five, for 500. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been somebody instead of a bum, which is what I am. Uh, Rage of Bull. That's an incorrect answer. What? Cinderella Man. That's an incorrect answer. Damn This it. was the one Aggo going for an old movie. That is Marlon Brando in On the Waterfront. Say hello to my little friend. Jim, what come a, on. What a Scarface. I went to say it. I'm giving you both. Jim knew that. Everybody if you would have said the accent. Say hello to my little friend. Okay. Uh the $100 from what movie is you can't handle the truth. A few good men. A few good men. Woody just. Bro, what did you take medicine this morning? Category. <laughs> Coffee. Okay. Never seen your brain so wide open. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit. So I'm going to give you uh, the title of the movie, and you're going to tell me the tough guy that starred in that movie. Okay. Okay. For one hundred dollars, true lies. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I hit, probably hit it all first. I'll give it both. All right. Both. It was close. Number two, Training Day. Uh, Denzel Washington. Jim. Yeah. And Ethan Hawke. 
Yeah. Number three, uh, 300. Under C. Jim. Uh, the dude with the long black hair with the ponytail. Steven Seagal. Yeah. It is Steven Seagal. Well, I got to give. The girl pops out of the give, birthday cake. I got to give both of you since the uh, guy with the ponytail doesn't count. 400. Taken. Liam Nelson. What's his last name? Liam Nelson. That's what, yeah. Neeson. It's Neeson. It's Liam Neeson. But I'll I'll give you both four hundred there. Jim's out of Jim's Jim's done here. Uh, let's see if you guys get this. Don't count five hundred. Bloodsport. Jean Claude Van Damme. He actually hit first. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give you both. God, Woody. I don't. Have you gotten? One I've never seen Woody. So I don't one. think he's missed a question. Yeah. Okay. We've got his brain rolling today. Jeez. Okay. Would you would you have gotten this one? A man has got to know his limitations. Um, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> That's Clint in Magnum Force. I, would, I, would, I didn't know that. Nine million terrorists in the world, and I got to kill one with feet smaller than my sister. Oh, that was definitely uh, Die Hard. That's Bruce Willis in uh, Die Hard. Remember when he walked yeah. on the glass? Yeah. Woody, our movie. champion in Yay. Tough Guy finally, Jeopardy. Finally I did have I did have a final Destroyed Jeopardy me. fearless females question. Go okay. ahead. So we're looking for the name of the actress here. Playing Ripley meant she would need to be the in the best shape of her life. She was tough, pragmatic, and cunning in order to defeat the alien. She was nominated for a best actress. Right, Oscar. Now, uh, Sigourney Weaver. Name, Sigourney Weaver. He. <laughs> He buzzed in and you answered. It is Sigourney Weaver and Aliens. Okay. She was, was awesome as Ripley. Well, there you got it. All right. Woody, God. That's, that was domination. Whew. All right. All right. There you that was Very like the good, Lions' Woody. first half. I feel like I got my ass kicked on that oh, one. Lord. That happens. Very good. Every once in a while. Uh, you you dominated it. So uh, That's how it's going to feel in that any board final meeting, thoughts? Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> any final thoughts? Mr. Everton. Uh, I just love and appreciate every, each and every one of you. Thank you so much. All the good podcast stuff. Yep. Mike? All the good podcaster stuff. Yes. Oh. Thanks again. 14 million plus. And uh, hey, if you're going on a trip this year somewhere where they don't speak your language, get yourself some Rosetta Stone. Yes. 50% uh, sure. off. Do Absolutely. It. All right, until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino. For Real Life, Real Crime Daily, peace. Let's. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.